0: American Beauty Lester Burnham is 42 years old. His wife, Carolyn, has matching pruning shears and gardening clogs. Their only child, Jane, is a pretty typical teenager angry, insecure, confused. Lester would tell her it passes but would rather not lie to her. Caroline hustles Jane and Lester into the car. He drops his briefcase open, and papers fly about. Lester's work has hired an efficiency expert. Jane's unimpressed, saying she can't suddenly be his best friend because he had a bad day. Jane leaves, Lester follows her out to the kitchen but only makes it worse. In the car, Lester says Jane hates both her parents. The Rockwell High award-winning dancing Spartanets perform. Lester's spellbound by Jane's friend Angela Hayes. He imagines her unzipping her top, releasing red rose petals. Afterwards, Jane's parents congratulate her. Lester lingers. When he leaves, Jane calls her dad pathetic. Lester later fantasizes about Angela on a bed of red petals. Ricky Fitz films Jane. He turns on the porch light. Jane is hostile but he still films. She goes inside and smiles to herself. Jim and Jim, the gay neighbours, welcome the Fitz family to the neighbourhood, presenting flowers and fancy pasta. Ricky's dad is Colonel Frank Fitz, US Marine Corps. Frank's shocked to discover the two men are gay. In the car, Frank complains that homosexuals are always so shameless. Ricky carelessly defends them. Frank bristles, causing Ricky to agree with his dad. Gays make him want to puke his guts out. Angela says Ricky's a lunatic. Jane saw him filming her the previous night. Jane admires his confidence. Angela can't believe Ricky didn't look at her once. Carolyn takes Lester to a convention. Losing interest, he pounces on his wife, passionately and sustainably kissing her before going to the bar. Outside, Lester smokes weed with Ricky. Ricky soon quits his latest catering job. Ricky only does these jobs as a cover, otherwise selling weed. Carolyn appears and Ricky says he goes to school with Jane. Carolyn tells Lester they're leaving. Ricky's written Jane's Christian name on the grass in flames. She thinks he's filming that moment. Angela dances, but Ricky zooms in on Jane's face. Then Ricky films Lester naked, doing bicep curls with gusto in front of a darkened window. Frank wants his six-monthly urine sample from Ricky. Ricky asks if he can do it in the morning. He gets a clean urine sample out from his freezer. Lester's masturbating next to Caroline in bed. Caroline calls it disgusting and threatens divorce. Lester says she has no grounds. He supported her when she got her license and that could entitle him to half of what's hers. He resettles, facing away, a grin on his face. Lester introduces himself to Frank. Frank says he's US Marine Corps. Lester salutes, then covertly tells Ricky he needs more weed. Ricky tells Lester about the clean urine he gets from one of his clients. Ricky presents Lester with some top of the line weed. It's extremely potent, a completely mellow high, with no paranoia, no matter that it's $2,000. Carolyn finds Lester smoking weed, lifting weights. She thinks he's setting a bad example for their daughter. He calls her a bloodless, money-grubbing freak. Management want Lester gone by the end of the day. Lester wants one year's salary with benefits. He's prepared to claim sexually inappropriate conduct from Brad. Lester's an ordinary guy with nothing to lose. Lester collects his order at a drive through and asks for a job with the least possible amount of responsibility. In the sex afterglow with real estate competitor Buddy, Carolyn says she was so stressed out. Buddy says he often fires a gun when he's stressed. Ricky once saw a homeless woman who froze to death on the sidewalk. When you see something like that, it's like God's looking right at you, just for a second. Ricky shows Jane his dad's Nazi dinner plate, the official state china of the Third Reich. But the most beautiful thing he's ever filmed is of a white plastic bag, eddying in the wind. That's when he realised there was this incredibly benevolent force that wanted him to know that there was no reason to ever be afraid. Jane takes Ricky's hand, reaches in and kisses him. At dinner, Lester says he quit his job and blackmailed his boss for $60,000. Jane leaves her seat, but Lester yells she should sit down. He's tired of always being overlooked and smashes a plate of food at the wall. Jane sees she's being filmed and encourages it. She removes her clothes and releases her hair. But Frank bursts in on Ricky, hitting him several times. Ricky says he wanted to show his girlfriend the Nazi plate. Jane doesn't like how she looks on film. Ricky says she's beautiful. She asks about hospital At 15, Ricky's dad caught him smoking dope and sent him to military school. Ricky got kicked out and his dad beat him. Next day at school, someone insulted Ricky and he snapped, viciously beating the boy. They drugged up Ricky and left him in hospital for two years. Jane says her dad's doing massive psychological damage to her by being a terrible role model. Ricky offers to kill him, but it'll cost. Jane has almost $3,000, then says she's joking. He says they're very lucky to have each other. Jane wants Angela to sleep over. Lester drinks fresh smoothie from the blender jug. Jane says she's embarrassed by Lester. He stares at Angela all the time like he's drunk. Lester discreetly motions to Ricky to call him. Frank observes, then goes into Ricky's bedroom and finds the tape of Lester working out naked. Lester's at his new job and recognises Carolyn's voice at the drive through She's with Buddy. At the window, Lester greets her like any other customer. Lester's boss, Janine, says Carolyn is so busted. Janine is senior drive-thru manager, so officially they're on her turf. Lester tells Carolyn he wants her to be happy, but she doesn't get to tell him what to do ever again. Buddy wants time alone. Carolyn says she understands. He leaves and she breaks down sobbing. She berates herself, then yells. Angela asks Jane if she and Ricky are regularly having sex. Jane says no, and she doesn't really want to know what Angela gets up to, even though she always offers details. To her watching Frank, with a partially obstructed view, it seems like Ricky's performing a sex act on Lester. Angela and Jane pull up and both men hurriedly collect themselves. Angela notices Lester's been working out, feeling his bicep then going after Jane. Frank asks Ricky where he got the $2,000. Frank thinks Lester makes Ricky perform sex acts on him. Frank puts Ricky on the floor. Frank would rather Ricky be dead than gay. Ricky calls his dad a sad old man and leaves. Ricky arrives at Jane's and asks her that if he had to leave that night to live in New York, would she go with him? Jane says yes. Ricky has over $40,000 and drug dealer contacts in the city who can help them get set up. Angela says she's concerned about Jane because she's her friend. Ricky says Jane's someone Angela uses to feel better about herself. Angela calls Ricky a freak. Jane says then she and Ricky are both freaks. Ricky says Angela's ugly and boring and totally ordinary and she knows it. In the rain, Frank, in just a t-shirt, approaches Lester in the garage Lester notices Frank's shaking from the cold. Then Frank leans in and kisses Lester on the lips. Lester says Frank has the wrong idea. Frank silently leaves. Lester finds Angela in the lounge. He tells her he's always wanted her. Angela tells Lester she's a virgin and apologises. Lester climbs off her. He wraps her in a blanket. Lester asks if Jane's happy. Angela says yes. She thinks she's in love. While Angela goes to the bathroom, Lester finds a photo of his family when they were younger and happy together. Lester's brains are suddenly splattered against the wall. Ricky recognises the contentedness on Lester's dead face. They say your entire life flashes in front of your eyes the second before you die. But that one second stretches on forever like an ocean of time. Ricky and Jane, in her bedroom, hear the gunshot. Angela, looking in the bathroom mirror, hears the gunshot. Carolyn, walking home determined in the rain, hears a distant gunshot. Murderer Frank returns home covered in blood. Lester could be upset, but there's so much beauty in the world. Then he remembers to relax and stop trying to contain it. It flows through him like rain, and he can't feel anything but gratitude for every single moment of his stupid little life. Starring Kevin Spacey, Annette Benning, Thora Birch, rated 18, directed by Sam Mendes, released in the UK 1999, runtime 2 hours 2 minutes.